You're listening to the On Air Podcast on the web at www.onairpodcast.co.uk Providing material for use by hospital radio stations across the UK This is the On Air Podcast, my name is Matt Wade here and trying this on the new um, GarageBand podcast studio and uh, just uh, trying to get used to that just uh, using the internal microphone here just uh, having a go, seeing what it sounds like so on today's podcast, not very much, it's going to only be a very short one, but uh, did an interview with the guys that created a brand new radio play, or as they like to call it, a digital audio movie. The, um, the, the book is called, sorry, the movie is called uh, Vito Nix, and it's a sci-fi. I'm going to play you the trailer for it, and um, I've done an interview with them, which you can hear as part of this feed. And uh, then in a couple of days, I'm just going to have a chat with the guys before I do this. A couple of days, um, I shall be releasing the Radio Play uh, digital audio movie for you to listen to. And uh, feel free to include it in your show. And uh, let me know how you get on. You'll find out all the website links during the interview if you'd like to get in touch with either James Brown or Jamie Robertson who were involved in the making of it. So, hope you enjoy it. Here's the it, here's the interview, and after the interview, we'll play you the trailer as well. So, I'm talking with James Brown and uh, Jamie Robertson, who are the producers of Vito Nix, our radio play, uh, which you're going to be able to hear later on on the feed of the On Air podcast. And uh, well, the first question, guys, thanks for coming in so, and uh, and chatting to us. Um, what was your involvement in the project? Well, I, um, Jamie Robertson, composed the music in the whole film. Well, it's actually movie, radio play. Uh-huh. And, yes, uh, you're, you're wanting to yeah. call it. <laughs> it's, uh, we, we sort of nicknamed it a DAM, Digital Audio Movie. Um, but I did all the music and also produced the actual whole sound. All the sounds you've heard have actually been manipulated by me okay. and produced into the final product. Yep, and uh, I was actual story um, and written by me. Um, he is the creator. Yeah, I'm the creator <laughs> of it. <laughs> Brought it all to life. Um, and then uh, we decided on sort of making it into a radio play because uh, uh, I originally wanted it as a sort of film, but mm-hmm. um, we realized that it was kind of like too big for us to achieve. It's kind of like a Star Wars scale of it with this. Uh, special effects and everything so um yeah with jamie and i had the kind of idea of making it into a radio play Mm. and uh concentrating a lot more on the actual creating quality sound effects which jamie can do in his studio um to uh make it a lot sort of believable and a lot play a lot more to the imagination yeah it's a it's one of those things because we was talking and we found that most like independent producers out there are currently they're all into these zombie movie flicks and that short films and that we've done short films and I've done features as well. We thought, well, why don't we make a radio play instead? Because, you know, there's not many independent radio plays out there. For, from our point of view, mm-hmm. there's probably hundreds of them, but... <laughs> yeah, not, not, true, not truly independent. Um, yeah, because like, it's like places like the big corporations that normally do it. So we thought we'll give it a go. And um, you, you produced you produce the, ra- the radio play after... So you'd written the script and then... 
did you or the story and then did you adapt yeah. it then into the radio play yeah that's exactly it I, I wrote like um a treatment for it which was about you know five or ten pages long um and then when i came up you know when jamie and i sat down we came up with the idea of the actual making it into a radio play that's when i kind of like looked at this, this treatment so far and sort of trans you know, it into a script for the radio rather than you know a feature screenplay film okay and where did uh, where did the actual idea come from the veto next idea <laughs> yeah um well i've always been interested in kind of like um the power of positive thinking and the power that uh the opposite of that if you have a very uh, negative outlook on life uh, how that will eventually be you know perhaps a person's demise um so I was kind of always impressed by you know people like Arnold Schwarzenegger and uh, George Lucas who kind of like achieved great you know big things while being very sort of confident and powerful about it, um, and that kind of made me uh, start thinking about the idea that um, if if the kind of fear of failure and if paranoia were put into like a virus that humans could contract rather than you know just like uh, have as a characteristic what would that mean for humanity and where would that sort of you know, take us so i kind of like stuck with that idea and got writing okay and uh, so tell us about the story the the radio play okay. if you kind of sum up the, uh, the story for us okay um it's basically uh, a story of humans uh contracting a virus in the future um which is called the veto nix uh and that's it eradicates um, human faith, love, and belief. Uh, whereas a lot, you know, viruses out there kind of like um, are for a specific reason. But one of the, our senses, um, as human beings, um, is uh, you know talked of as sight, sound, feeling, touch. These are all kind of physical things. Well, I wanted to concentrate on the things that you can't really see. You know, those being faith and love, and these being the strongest sort of bonds that keep humans together and keep you know life going, sort of thing. So that's I started you know taking those out of the equation and you know writing it based on those. Okay, and um, what about the the production process? Uh, how how long did that take from the idea of first conceiving to um, to it being sort of a finished well, article? Initially, it was last. It was two thousand and. Was it? Yeah, 2004, I believe it was. Um, must have been just after the summer when we initially thought about the whole, whole idea and that. So we had to start pl planning it all out and uh, seeing what we needed, uh, how we're going to go about it and that. So what we did is we first initially recorded a pilot episode because it's actually based into six episodes, six scripts written. Uh, but in the end, we decided to put it all into one big thing but it can be split off obviously mm -hmm. it depends how how people would prefer to hear it and that um we filmed we recorded the first the dialogue for the first one uh back in towards the end of 2004 yeah. uh following that we did all the effects and that totally did the first episode but it wasn't till two uh 2005 about february time when we started work on the second through to the sixth episodes and that and by this point, we decided it was going to be a whole, whole big one-hour feature, yeah. feature, and that's so that's how it did. And then that actually went right away through till filming, recording. Oh, sorry, recording. Sorry, you have to forgive me when I say filming. Yeah, because <laughs> I'm so used to like TV and that. So um, 
going through to uh, recording the, the audio dialogue and going out and doing all the effects, taking the boom out, doing all the sound effects, and, that, and then manipulating it. The whole process was from including the first episode from last the 2004 summer right through to last that last last May, yeah, the May June least, time. Yeah. Um, yeah, it would have been May June time because uh, we wanted to try and get a premiere out there, didn't we? Mm. Uh, in July, we, yeah. we did have a premiere date set on July. Unfortunately, um, for, sorry anyone out there for mentioning this, but unfortunately, it was the uh, July the bombings. It happened the same day. We was going to have the premiere in London. Mm. So for all the cast and crew, well, that's the crew and then the cast. <laughs> but yeah, it's a it was quite a long process. Mm, so how how many uh, people, how many actors have, have you got on the uh, on the actual radio play? Um, just counting on my list now. <laughs> There's about 17 that we got, um, and we found them all from you know, various websites and contacts that we have. <laughs> so, yeah, we kind of got like uh, as many professionals as we could. I think yeah. all of them are professionals, actually. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, mm. majority. Of them. I mean, we've got uh, Roger and Gene. They've done radio work before. They're brilliant. Yeah, they play. They play Gene's the computer voice. Yeah. And then Roger, he actually plays a couple of characters. Yeah. One's the Mino uh, master, and the other one's the uh, presenter of the newsreel you hear at the beginning. Okay. Uh, another one of the actors is uh, Kevin Manga, who I've worked with before with uh, short films. as his first radio play, so uh, but he's great. He plays Crete, and uh, he does a, a very evil, powerful voice. <laughs> it's quite nice. <laughs> <laughs> and how, how did they find work, working for, with a radio play? Um, yeah, they all they all took to it quite well actually because um, uh, the way we recorded everyone individually, um, <clears throat> they obviously couldn't react with what the previous line was or what the next line was going to be. Mm. So it was kind of my job to make sure they knew exactly what had just happened, exactly what was happening, and exactly what was about to happen, so that they could put in the you know, relevant energy in the voice and you know mayhem of things that were going on. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's quite funny. Yeah, because uh, at the end of it, I had like couple of hours of on each track of each person's vocals like a cut down so like just there's about 20 minutes of dialogue between all of them apart from Gene who probably has the majority yeah and that's uh, <laughs> I was the one who had the yeah. had the uh, big yeah. big head at the end brain so. ache yeah yeah all the editing yeah. hours hours poor old studio keep crashing <laughs> <laughs> yes I can imagine I can imagine so what what are your plans for, for Veto next the, obviously the, the premiere was was postponed or what, did you have that have you had that well, yet no, we haven't actually, have we? It's, uh, no, I guess the premiere will be on this radio station, actually. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but we have actually talked about a sequel, haven't we? Yeah, yeah. So actually, we won't be in the pipework. Yeah, not giving away too much information towards the end. Um, just, just to pay close attention to uh, events that have the events happened, that yeah. have happened throughout, and then listen to like the the music's um, emotion on the last scene. And uh, you'll you'll notice something's not quite right. Something's left slightly open. Yeah, yeah. just in case. Yeah, so brilliant. Really yes, that's that's great. Um, and um, oh, I was, there I was trying to trying to think what could possibly happen. Um, <laughs> and so, where where do you want this to go? What what would be your uh, ideal outcome for Veto Next? Um, the ideal outcome would be in you know five or seven years or so uh it being a feature film in cinemas you know that's like the ideal dream but uh for now we're gonna um podcast it 
uh, try and get it on as many radio stations as, as we can and uh, try and get like a big kind of following on the website and things like that for people talking as just discussing the forums and things like that. We've also talked about maybe in future book version. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Audio book version. So mm-hmm. that will obviously be in episodes and that. But maybe in a book I have all pictures and stuff like that with it. Yeah. Um, we've actually got some artists interested already, haven't mm. we? Sort of doing the visualizations for it. Yeah, Yeah. Um, Yeah. I used a lot of those actually for actually, um, you know, finding fantasy sci-fi pictures on the internet and then taking them to the actors when they were reading the lines, so they kind of could see a bit of the world that I was trying to describe in the script. So they got an idea for a lot better. Okay, fantastic. So, um, Jamie, you you operate most studios. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, you've done some other sort of TV work and sound work? Yeah, that's right. I've done um, a document. I've, I write music, basically. Okay. For, I've done... I'm on my third feature now. I've done one English feature. It was actually put on at the Prince Charles Cinema in Leicester Square. Right. Um, I'm not sure if I can say that. No. <laughs> so, advertising there, sorry. Um, the uh I'm actually doing a second feature for the same same production company uh, at, at, currently at the moment. Um but also, I've actually done some American credits as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've done a film called Beneath the Mask. Uh, it's actually gone on to several festivals around America. Uh, independent film started off. Mm-hmm. It's done so so well in America. It's actually won uh, one of the film festivals, main main best film awards. Brilliant. So, um, no best composer yet. <laughs> Unfortunately, well, I've noticed there's no, not actually a best composer for independence out there. Though, so. Right. Um, so, on top of that, I've also done. I've, I've wrote backing tracks for several artists, like you know, around the area in Essex and that. Um, I've actually wrote a whole show for one of the theatre groups in Essex. Right. Wrote like the backing for it. They they came to me. It was actually Blood Brothers. Okay. They needed. They need. They couldn't get hold of some music, so I had to go go and do all that. <laughs> and on top of that, I've done a bit of TV, which was a documentary, Industrial Revolution, shown on you know the Channel Four for the schools and that mm-hmm. stuff. So. Um, on top of that, worked with James. How we met? Been working together now for like four four years. Yeah, and our first film was actually called As I See It. It again starred Kevin Mangue, okay. and uh, he um, he was brilliant. It's basically a thriller. It, perhaps James would be best talking about this side of it, but uh, a thriller set around three days in the life of this guy. How his moods change over three days, um, and then after that, we did Music Lord which was a, a really unique, original idea, which James put to me, where there's no dialogue in the whole whole short film. It's actually done... The emotions of the music reflect how the character's feeling. Right. And, so, and then there's the music lord, this, this gentleman that comes along. He can actually change people's moods by changing their music. Right. And that, so it's actually going to be available on James's website. Mm-hmm. So uh, on top of that... Uh, feature films, the radio play. Um, there is a there is currently a plan at the moment. I'm actually signed to do something for quite a well known American drama. Or okay. it's actually over here now. It's just finished its series over here. Uh, I can't say too much about it. But sure. um, it's uh, so some exciting times. Yeah, ahead. yeah. It's I can't say too much about it. But put it this way, it's uh, it's actually um to do with a Channel 4 show that's just finished um, we're doing um, a bit of a, a short 
a short snippet film they need some music for. And what about you, James? What what are your plans apart from a kind of veto Nix the second? Yeah. Um, well, I'm just sort of like uh, trying to set up my company JIB Productions. Uh, we sort of make corporate videos and stuff. That's what we've been doing for the last sort of, two or three years. Um, and uh, other than that, it's um, just uh, focusing on writing screenplays because I you know, like writing screenplays a lot. So, yeah, that's what I'm doing now. Brilliant. Okay. Is there anything else that you think I should have asked you? Um, that, <laughs> that you've prepared for <laughs> uh, well, heavily. I thought we'd let you know that um, all the sounds in the entire. I know we've touched briefly on sounds. The whole sounds, though, all except for three. We had <laughs> Roger, who obviously played Mino Man, and also the, was it Brian at the beginning? I'm forgetting now. The home radio player. Um, he brought to us loads of loads of these CDs, big wad of CDs. There must have been five thousand or so tracks on of sounds to sample and that but we decided we want to do it all original and so we only the only thing is we use three sounds off out of these like five six thousand tracks three sounds the rest in the entire radio play have actually been recorded with a boom around essex okay. yeah there's one one scene particular scene where we we actually for one of the spaceships we was recording a train going past the train track <laughs> and the one that's the train had gone past the uh the actual the barriers that come up in front of the train track on the road went up and this lorry started coming towards us there's me and James running up the road with the, with the boom and it back to the car Lucky because <laughs> there's like traffic all around you know was going to get run over so there's some funny times and uh, a lot of the sounds were recorded down um, in Tilbury right uh, particularly running sounds footsteps um, my front door <laughs> my front door become an explosion right and, and plus car alarms Any, for anyone out there who's interested in perhaps getting into radio plays and wanting to get sounds, they're, they're all around. Even tapping on the uh, desk, yeah. it, it can mm. become like a bullet. Yeah, or if you know how a bomb exploding yeah. somewhere. Yeah. Um, and Joel Gandy's voice was um, manipulated, so it was the uh, the basis of a, mm. an engine. When he said a certain line, we reversed it and <laughs> put an echo on it and put That's some reverb. Funny. Yeah, reversed yeah. it, reversed <laughs> it, and then slowed it down. About a thousand times. Like, <laughs> so that was quite um, yeah. <clears throat> imaginative. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, one of the things James said to me when he said about sounds, he wanted a lot of organic sounds, mm. didn't you? Yeah, um, yeah. I just wanted to make it sound like as realistic as possible mm. and kind of like uh, nothing digital synthetic about yeah. it, as if it was really. Because in the future, no one knows what. I mean, like, and alien races and that. If, if they are like that, I actually believe in. But <laughs> um, no one knows what sounds they are what sounds other earth worlds make yeah and so we, it's, it's a touch and go subject really mm. and we kind of made it as close to a, a theatrical experience as possible that's what mm. we we decided on you know it had to be that's why we called it a, a dm yeah. we wanted to give it that movie feel yeah without the visuals though it's up to the uh, listener to visualize the ship flying off yeah. people running well, and sometimes you can visualise much better things than you can yeah. ever create yeah. on screen. I mean, yeah, yeah, people might be listening to it and visualising more than what we thought. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> great. Exactly. <clears throat> Obviously, we're open to ideas as well. <laughs> 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 <So>. <laughs> Excellent. Well, guys, thanks for coming in and You're being welcome. interviewed. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, I look forward to, to playing the, the radio play out, and uh, hopefully the people that are listening are going to play it on their hospital radio stations as well and get that yeah. out and then... <laughs> help spread the word can we just give a little plug to our um, websites sure yeah uh, what Jamie's is uh, jamierobertson.me.uk and mine is jibproductions.co.uk 
We've got all the information that on there. What we're doing, what's coming up. Great. What we've done. Okay, and people can grab hold of the promo from there as well? Um, yeah, from uh, I think probably both of them in the, in the future, but certainly JIB Productions, yeah. uh, they can yeah. download. Yeah. Great. Right. Cause I'll just go to my website, it's got the uh, trailer on there. Brilliant. So, Brilliant. Uh, okay. Great. Brilliant. Thanks Thanks for your time, guys. That's right, Thanks very much, mate. Soon, on this station. Susan, are you there? A virus spread throughout mankind. A virus mankind had no defense for. Scan the entire area. Leave nothing unknown. Unit's father. This could work to Nick's advantage. The Nick's. Scream free. This is the last freedom you will ever know. What took you so long? Have you any food? There was none. Let's keep moving. We must find time. I'm down there. Some free humans. They're gonna get themselves killed. We might as well give up. They will be the only humans alive, unknown to Vito Nick. Stand by for categorization. Power to the Nicks. I hope you enjoyed that interview there, and uh, this has been the On Air Podcast. If you'd like to contact the show, please send us an email to onairpodcast at gmail.com, onairpodcast at gmail.com. Also, do check out the On Air Podcast website, which is www.onairpodcast.co.uk, and uh, you'll find down on the right-hand side a uh, link to our um, shops, and every shop you go along to, you can... Um, you can go to the shop and make a purchase and then the on-air podcast just gets a little bit of money which will help us uh now final thing to say just um a war a bit of warning is that your awards entries need to be in by this saturday the 21st of january okay they need to be with dave by the 21st of january okay so get it in and look forward to seeing you at the uh, conference and the awards We'll be doing a podcast live from the conference in Blackpool as well. Hopefully quite a few of my member stations going along. Uh, right, that's it. Do get in touch on airpodcast at gmail.com. If you'd like to be interviewed on the programme, uh, we'll do it properly next time, but uh, I just can't be bothered to uh, get all the microphones set up today. Uh, been a bit of a nightmare day. So um hope you enjoyed this. Hope the audio quality is not too bad. Trying out the new garage band with podcast studio in it. Hmm, time will tell. Uh, I'll leave you with a track by the Lascivious Biddies. See what you think of this one. Details in the show notes, of course, at onairpodcast.co.uk. Well, that's it. See you later. Bye. I want to be famous. I want to wear minks and satins and pearls. 
You've been listening to the On Air Podcast. Check out the show notes and any scripts needed by visiting the website at onairpodcast.co.uk. You can email the show with comments, audio, or items for the next edition via onairpodcast at gmail.com. The show's imaging is supplied by DivaWeb, online at divaweb.co.uk.